This week we're off to Bolivia and Bebeto Mamani and Karinavi. There's a lot of Arvies, isn't there? Let's go to Bolivia. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So this week's coffee comes from the son of Tadasio Mamani, who uh, we know super well. And he has a, a small piece of land, which is 1,600 to 1,750 metres above sea level. Um, he plants mainly red and yellow typica with a little bit of Keturah and Katayi. Um, and Bebeto uh, processes manually um, uh, with 16-hour uh, uh, dry fermentation and then dries on raised beds that he has on the farm. Uh, this is quite unusual for Karinar because most people deliver the cherry to the mill uh, in the town. Um, but, you know, Mamanis, you can't tell them what to do and they'll do whatever the heck they like. Um, but also, sometimes it can be quite expensive because you have to actually taxi the coffee down because they don't have a car. So this is a way of them saving some money, but also they're skilled enough to do it, which is pretty awesome. Um, and it's nice to have something unusual happening in Karinar <laughs> So we're doing snozzer in the bowl this week. One of my favourite parts. I love smelling coffee. I could do this all the time. And if you don't do this at home, why not? You grind the coffee and it has these amazing aromatics. Why you wouldn't do it, I have no idea. But you should, you should make it part of your routine. So this is super floral. Uh, again, really kind of like, yeah, just amazing blasts of... Uh, a floral notes from it and it just smells super sweet smells a little bit like kind of melted dairy milk that's an odd descriptor i know but it just smelled well hey i know what melted dairy milk smells like they're in my pocket a lot and go smushy but another one that's really really makes me excited to taste it and that's what smelling does it makes you excited to actually get it brewing so welcome to geography steve i'm really good at geography I'm only good at it because I've been to lots of the places. So Bolivia is here and it's surrounded by Brazil there. And then you've also got Peru and then you've got Paraguay here. Uh, you've got Argentina here and you have Chile here. So landlocked country makes it really difficult to get shipments out of there. As I've talked about in the past, um, everything goes through uh, Santiago in Chile uh, and quite often at the border. When Chile's fallen out with Bolivia, which is, seems to be every couple of weeks or so, they close the border down or they s slow down things coming through and it creates a real problem for uh, the shipments getting out. From Santiago, they go up through the Panama Canal and they come across. Um, they generally stop in places like Antwerp and then uh, unload containers that they have on there and then carry on across the, uh, the, the, um, the channel, the English Channel, to get uh, across to either Tilbury or to uh, London Port, which is a new port opened about, about four or five years ago, which is increasing more, taking more and more of that traffic. It traditionally just used to be Tilbury. Bolivia uh, has a population of around about uh, nine, 10 million people. Um, many of them live in, in quite uh, a lot of uh, poverty. Um, it is a, a, a place that uh, Evo Morales, the president, 
um, has isolated as a country and doesn't really have a great deal uh, of interaction with countries outside of its own, although that has been changing in recent years um, and you've definitely seen a, a, a changing attitude towards, uh, towards the, the outside world. Um, a president of Bolivia is only allowed to be president for uh, two years. Uh, Evo decided to change that to three years because he wanted another term and he's just changed it to four years as well so um, he's hanging around a lot longer than um, you would expect him to. That typically is the behaviour of somebody who is um, a dictator much more than a president uh, and I think it's fair to say that in the past he's definitely acted that way um, but as I say there has been some changes in his, his approach to international relations in recent years. So that's my little bit of geography of Bolivia. So, I'm excited to drink this one. Um, I love Bolivia, but I love the Mamanis particularly. They're just a cool family and love playing football as well. I have photos somewhere of me uh, playing football with them in uh, Karanavi. So, let's dive into this coffee anyway. That's nothing to do with coffee, is it? Coffee people don't like football very much, it seems, too. Mm, they're rarities. Rambling. This is super clean, like really, really, really transparent. Um, you get all of the flavours kind of very clear coming through. I get a little bit of papaya. Um, I get a little bit of pomegranate. I get a bunch of flowers. Um, and I get sweetness that's kind of like that milk chocolatey kind of... But it's very delicate. It's, it's, not, it's not dominant at all. The papaya is probably the most dominant part of this cup. Um, and it is as always, delicious. Um, Chemex is just such a good way of brewing coffees like this because it really is uh, adds that transparency and cleanliness because of the papers being so thick. They tend to take a lot of the, the dirty flavours out. Thank you for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode as much as I have. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. <laughs>